You hear the crinkling of paper burning. You hear howling, deep howling of winds. They are howling in harmony. They are not discordant like usually storms are, as it begins to rain furiously. And a wind comes out of nowhere to start pushing you towards the storm. It's really windy and noisy. Is that what I was supposed to listen for? Batten down the hatches! Crap, knots again. Okay. So all of the crew members very quickly get to work uh, battening down the hatches. So yeah, I also do that because I am a sailor. <laughs> so as soon as things get rolled up and put in a position where I either, either somebody needs to hold it still, carry it, move it, whatever it is, Whoever main force is, is in assistance, I will do that. I just keep out of the way because let the hired help do what they're supposed to do. I agree, and the fact that a strong wind could blow me overboard. Y- you are quite small. My name is Chris Nizak. I am playing Jameson Cree, the Prismatic Mage, and I am from Misdirected Mark Productions. I'm Brett B. from uh, Gaming and BS. I am playing big, brawny, very loyal family member Corby, the male fighter. I'm Tom from Knights of the Night. I'm playing Kelsey Fenn, the older sister to Corby. Hi, this is Kevin Lovecraft. Someone once was nice enough to say that I'm the glue between Gaming and BS and Misdirected Mark. I am playing Ashani Fenn. I'm Emily from She's a Super Geek, and I am your game master for this venture through the world of Avanti. From the Wednesday evening podcast all-stars, Avanti, Glitter, and Blood. That's the more interesting beginning of the story, but that's not the actual beginning. Now, ye paid for me drinks, and I'll be happy to recount ye the whole thing. Or, at least, the most interesting bits. You see, I was actually there near the beginning. You could say me help is what set the heroes of the Fem family on their way. Right here in this very bar. We'd all heard about the Storm Queen, and her conquering two of the five major islands in the Quion Confederacy with hurricanes and forces that came from both land and sea. The Fen matriarch, Themba Merit, had sent her most trusted family member, Kator, her own granddaughter, and all the navy she controlled, to find any information. But it was like the Storm Queen had just vanished into thin air. Now, we didn't know if the Storm Queen was bound for Fen Island or if her work was done. But then again, our ruling merchant family, the Fens, had other issues to attend to as well. Our scene opens on Ashani coming out of this grand, magnificent library in the family villa. Oh, well, she's noticeably slimmer of build. Uh, it's quite clear that she's half-elf. Sure, you can tell from her ears, which she's quite proud of, because that's a big deal in Avanti, and showing her uh, royal blood. She just seems to have a real focus or cause about her. 
not out here to have fun. She's out here to do work. You have been summoned to meet with Grandmere. She asks you to come right away. Do you want to go right away? No reason to delay on my way to see Grandmere. Uh, really look up to her. She's always treated me really well. So you head into Grandmere's private sitting room, and there she is, the matriarch of your family. Everybody give me one detail about her. We're going to start with Jameson. She is she is old. I mean, like, she's... She's old for, is she an elf or is she human? She's human. She's an old woman. Like she is little and tiny and bent over. And she looks like she's about to bite it until you look at her eyes and you realize like she's got nothing but vitality for miles. All right, Ashani. She still colors her hair black though. Just a bit vain. And Corby. Her breath is sickeningly sweet like caramel. If it has that Werther's original smell, <laughs> and it it just lingers in the air. Grandmere is in proper afternoon dress that you know the fancy nobles on one of the continents would have worn in her heyday. She is also wearing some beautiful diamond pins in her hair that glisten against the. You, uh, you know that it's dyed black, but you may not know, because it's a magical world. Her hair could still be black. I'm pretty sure it's a rinse. <laughs> it's some sort of a L'Oreal something or other. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's Elphaline. Elphaline, yes. <laughs> she has one white cat... And she is petting it, and there is a tea service laid out, and she is waiting for you. When you open the door, she motions you in. Shani, so glad you could join me. Please, have a seat. Certainly, Grandmere. I have received word that your cousin Corban is coming back into town today. Oh, you mean Corby. I always have, like, second where it takes me to figure I have... Not heard him called Corban since the last time he called him that. I believe calling him by his namesake is important. But yes, he has heard news that um, our dear Kelsey, his twin sister, has been missing. Have you heard anything about this? Honestly, I haven't really kept in touch with my younger cousins that much. Uh, I've been traveling and... It's probably been a good year since I've really spent any time with uh, Kelsey or Corbin. Well, I'd like you to go down and meet him. I don't know when he's com- well. I don't know which ship he's coming in. I know he's coming in this afternoon or this evening. I believe that Jameson is also going to meet him to talk about some outlandish idea that, when it was related to me, I was so bored, I refused to listen. I stop listening after we get to the glitter part, usually, so I understand <laughs> completely the grand mirror. She takes a sip of her tea with her pinky out. If you can just go greet them, hello from the family, find out what you're, they're up to, I would be most appreciative. So you would like me to follow up with you tomorrow? Yes, if possible. If they're up to something, 
stick with them. Jameson, I mean, probably up to something, not so much if. Okay. As you wish, Grandmere. He has been spending a lot of time on the sea. I am worried about him. Remember how he always used to joke about how he wanted to be a pirate? Yes, indeed. He had a pirate-themed birthday party, as I remember. Three years in a row, actually. It's kind of tedious. Oh my, I guess I must have just compressed those memories. I can't blame you. She will send you out. She will give you a small clockwork bird to take with you that you can send back to her if there's any anything you need her to know immediately. Okay. And is this one where I put the message into it, or do I say the message to it and it carries it off? This is a shorter... This is a shorter one since you're going to be in the area, so it's a speak into. It can okay. carry up to 25 words. Uh, Ashani, have you acted as Grandmere's spy before? Well, I like to think of more of a confidant and her eyes and ears. I think we call those She doesn't get around all the time. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you trash talking me, Corby? What was that? I think we call those tattletales. No. <laughs> Only if I get asked. I don't necessarily go volunteering stuff. Corby, you are on a ship that has sailed from Zavi. You have heard that your sister Kelsey is in trouble. You don't know what kind of trouble, but you immediately left and came to help. So what kind of boat did you get passage on? This is going to be a fishing trawler. It's not the best. And uh, in order to get this, because I'm not a small person, uh, I had to work. Corby's a big dude. He's pushing seven foot. He's really big. He's a very black and white kind of person, but I kind of smell like um, I've been working in a salmon cannery for the last week. So I'm looking forward to getting off this tub and getting some sort of a bath and maybe uh, most likely some clean clothes. And how did you hear about um, Kelsey being in trouble? Kelsey and I have uh, a little, it's not, it's not like the, the twin signal thing where you kind of feel a thing, but there's, there's a, there's a tweak. Something says, I think she's in trouble. Not quite sure what that is. And then all it takes is a couple well-placed statements from other people like, hey, what about, you know, how's your sister doing? Hey, how's the family? And it just builds. It's like an internal weirdness that I'm like, I feel like something's wrong. The coincidences line up. They're, they're all asking about my sister. Kelsey's in trouble. I got to go. It's never steered me wrong. So I'm just going, I basically go with my gut. Once you docked, is there anything else you need to do or are you free to go? Uh, nothing else I need to do other than find a way to clean up as quickly as possible because there's no way the family's going to talk to me in this condition. Well, most of the family anyway. Yeah, I know. But if Kelsey sees me like this, I'm going to get a dressing down about how I should take better care of myself and clean and brush my teeth and blah, 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 blah. Have you brushed your teeth since you left? I don't, I mean, it's not a requirement. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make any sense that you do it. I, mean, I was busy. You leave the docked ship thinking about nothing but cleaning up. Correct. Right. But Jameson, you're down at the dock looking for a crew and a boat. What are you looking for? I am wandering around the docks looking for uh, ships that I'm familiar with and preferably the Stone Anchor because Captain Stone is one of the best captains around. She knows how to get stuff done. And I very much enjoy being on her ship because... She knows how much trouble I can be, so she tends to put me in the crow's nest and just leaves me there. She also knows how useful I can be with my unseen servant. Yes, I am about five foot eight. I uh, I wear leather breeches and a uh, black shirt 
that is uh, slightly open at the uh, at the top. I have white hair. I am I'm very slight, and I have this cloak on me that is shimmering constantly. It might be an illusory effect. It might be a magical effect. No one's really sure. I don't really talk about it much. It doesn't do much except look really pretty. But that is the the thing that catches people's eyes, and it shimmers in the light, and it even shimmers in the dark. So as you are walking among the docks, you hear quite a few sailors and workers talking about the Storm Queen and how she has already destroyed two islands and is probably coming for us next. Well, if, if as, I, uh, as I'm walking around, I mutter under my breath, I'm like, well, I suppose we should stop that, but I'm glad those islands got wiped out and they deserved it. There's only bad people on them. Oh, look, the stone anchor. And look, the ship right next to it. Corby's coming off. You haven't seen him in forever. Oh, cousin Corby, it's it's wonderful to see you. Hey, Sparkles, how you doing? I'm I'm well. You are as large as you always are. Yeah, and I kind of. You might want to stand up, wind. Fish- what you smell like the sea? <clears throat> I get it. It's a fishing boat, man. I've been uh-huh. I've been working. Yes, yes, you have. I can tell. So I have is- also been working. Oh, that's a first. Ah, kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Kelsey told me that one a while back. That was kind of funny. I thought. Um, do you do you know where I can get a bath anywhere nearby? I need to. Yeah, I gotta fix this. Oh uh, yes, uh, Rosalind's bathhouse. You just want to walk down that way about you know hundred yards. Hook a right and look for the sign that says Rosalind's. It's a very lovely bathhouse. It's right next to the Salty Seaman. It's a great place for a bath. So is the salt is the salty semen a, a a place where I could guzzle some drinks? Yes, it is totally a place where you can guzzle some drinks. So Jameson, are you up for a drink? Because I've got some coin and I don't have coin that often. Uh, I am, but I am looking for a ship at the moment because I just got done with work and I'm looking for another job. I just left one. Uh well, let's go get a drink and I can look for a ship later. See, this all works out. Uh, Shawnee comes up right about then. And Mayim's blessings upon you, Corby. Welcome back. Hey. Yeah, I can tell you just got off the ship. We're we're drinking. You coming? (laughs) Uh, Are you bathing first? No, there's no point to do that. I'll pay for your bath, Corby. Uh, I'm looking around Ashanti (laughs) towards Ashanti's rear end. Why? Uh, I'm waiting for Ashanti to ask me why. Okay, Jameson. I'll bite. What's with the eye? I'm just looking for that stick that Grammar has shoved so far up your ass that you walk super straight. So Jameson said he'd buy the first round. So are we going? Yeah, I guess. Come on. It'll be fun. Okay. Okay, I'll buy a drink for you, Corby, and for the toady. Sweet. Let us go. Have you guys seen Kelsey? I have not. Hmm, I haven't seen Kelsey for months and months. So, Ashani, what do you know about Kelsey lately? I've heard nothing. I've literally, I think it's been probably a year or more since I've seen Kelsey. Because I was away. I'm going to stop, turn around, squat down, look you right in the eye. Are you you sure? 100% positive Corbin okay I believe you drinks I'm already sure. walking that way it's why I didn't hear that conversation because I uh, I know that 
that Kelsey were, is in the trying to be an assassin in the Assassin's Guild. So I don't ever hear any of these conversations. <laughs> oh yes, I forgot you knew. There's the the rumble of the the busy docks and streets as you as you walk towards your bar. Extra, extra, read all about it. Storm Queen coming to Fen Island. Anything you want to do before you get there? No, I mean, if people are actually talking about the Storm Queen and whatnot, I'm pleasantly oblivious to this all, but now I'm kind of wondering, like, wait a minute, I had a bad feeling. Is it more about this than her, or is it both? Oh my god, oh my god, is Kelsey's killed by the Storm Queen? Ah! So, uh, Shawnee, what do you know about the Storm Queen thing? Not a lot at this point. I know that Grandmere is starting to take a fairly large amount of interest in this Storm Queen, seeing as there have been several islands now that have felt uh, the wrath of her storms. And based on review of charts, it looks like they are in line for us next. So as you enter the bar, you actually see there's a lot of sailors there. And there's also a lot of sailors that look like they've been out of work for a while. So this isn't good for business at all, is it, Ashani? Right now, it's not been that bad, to be honest, because those islands that have been hit, they need supplies and goods, and that, in a way, provides a windfall for us, but not such a great thing if we get hit. Not that I would wish ill upon anyone. So it's a rough-and-tumble place. There are sailors and dock workers, sort of, of of every shape and kind. The bar is set up to serve individuals of sort of three different heights. So you see there's like a Goliath leaning on the tallest one. You see a, a, a pixie and a gnome at the shorter one. So this is a bar used to catering to to travelers to many species. And there doesn't seem to be any place to sit down. There's a lot of gambling happening, there's a lot of drinking, and there's a lot of shouting. So is there a place at the actual bar itself where we can muscle our way up? Yeah, you could you could squeeze in. I'm going to kind of do the usual thing that I do in crowds with people that are much smaller than me is that I kind of walk forward first, they trail behind me. So... I walk up to the bar, make a little space, and because uh, Sparkle said he's buying the first round, I just kind of push him ever so gently in front of me and then flag down the flag down the bartender. I throw three silver on the bar and buy a round for my uh, my family members. And I look around, I'm like, don't worry, boyos, I say to everybody else in the place. Business will pick up again soon. As soon as this Storm Queen... Nonsense passes by, passes over, is dealt with. Things will get back to normal. Aye, here's the things getting normal again. Ah, I say, <laughs> and then I make sparkles appear because that's what I do. Yeah. Aye, what you be talking about the Storm Queen for? You you turn around and there's a grizzled old man with one peg leg next to you. I speak of the Storm Queen because she is wrecking islands and putting good men out of work. Have you not heard this, old-timer? Seems everybody else here has. It's bad luck to speak of the Storm Queen. She is a harbinger of death and destruction. So, Jameson, you know this guy because you've been in this bar before. This is Old Man Jenkins. 
Jenkins, good to see you, fellow. It's been a while. Ah, yes, Cree. How be ye? I'm perfectly fine. How goes the anchovy slushy business? Ah, sailors don't know what's good for them anymore. And he spits on the floor. Bit of anchovy goes with it. Jenkins, what do you know about the Storm Queen? I know there'll be people cheering her on, and people wishing her dead. So she's a polarizing figure is what you're saying? Uh, one could say that. One could also call her a uh, rebellion leader, a uh, trouble stirrer, a storm bringer. Those are all kind of boring. Um, He whacks you with his cane <laughs> on the back of the shin. Ow! Mind you manners, boy. Sorry. If you get whacked in the back of the shin, isn't that your calf? That is your calf. Okay, thanks. He whacks you in your calf. <laughs> Which stinks, because you don't normally get kicked back there. Ow. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I've been fishing, like, for a long time. Sorry. Hey, hey, Corby, just stand still real quick, and I snap my fingers to use a cantrip to make you smell clean. Oh, sweet, I don't even need to take a bath. You still need to take a bath. You still have mites. All right. Is that what this is? I snap my finger to clean <laughs> the mites off of me. <laughs> Just you. Uh, that Just was, me. That was yeah. fun for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I'd be, I be praying at the temple of Mayim uh, every day that the Storm Queen passes us over. Bless you, my son, and I do the sign of Mayim. Son, I'm old enough to be a grand sigh. Is that how you speak to clerics of Mayim? Seems a bit oh. disrespectful, old man Jenkins. And he, he kind of leans back, his eyes squint, he can't quite see very well, uh, and you're sort of the furthest from him, and he goes, oh, my apologies, uh, cleric. Wow, kind of wish I'd have gotten a clericness. That would have been cool. Some respect. If you can't get respect at your size, Corby, I don't know what you're doing wrong. I mean, we should, we should chat. I can show you how to get respect. Okay, that might be helpful. So you haven't heard about you haven't heard about my sister either, Sparkles. Haven't heard anything. Your sister? Yeah, you haven't seen her lately. Well, I haven't seen her in quite some time. Uh, I got some news about her that she was working a job not too long ago, or at least working for a very famous guild. Uh, a job. To say, what, what? guild, Jameson? Uh, I'm actually not allowed to talk about it. But I can tell you that they're well-respected, and she could make a lot of money doing it. How does that make you feel, Corby? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I gotta go. Um, here, I'm gonna hand Sparkles my drink. I'm gonna go get a bath. I'm just gonna walk out. I'm gonna fall after. Corby, I, I didn't mean to upset you. I just wanted to know if you thought that was good or bad. I'm, I'm sure... Kelsey's fine. She can take care of herself. It'll all be fine. Until I see Aaron wring her neck. Um, but yeah, it'll be fine. Okay. Need someone to talk to? No, no, no. It'll be fine. I'll wring her neck when I see her next time. I'll, uh, where are you going to be? I'm going to go get a bath. I'll be up at the villa. You know, there's always a room for you up there. Oh, God, the cats. Um, yeah, okay. If, if I... Uh, I'll Maybe. Okay. But can we at least plan for breakfast tomorrow? Sure. You walk away without telling Jameson about breakfast? I don't know. Where is Jameson? Did Jameson tell along? No, Jameson's in the bar oh. drinking. He's <laughs> drinking his round, 
He's drinking your part of the round. He's drinking Corby's part of the round. <laughs> Jameson's having fun. Well, Corby made it pretty clear he didn't want me to go with him, so I will go back in the bar and like go up to Jameson, who now has two and two plus empty glasses in front of him. Corby seems pretty upset, Jameson. Uh, about his sister? Yeah. Well, he has good reason to be. What? Well, if you know that there's a reason it should be upset, why didn't you tell him? Uh, because it's not really any of my business. But it's Corby's business, right? Uh, no, because it's not my story to tell. Hmm. I mean, it's why I also don't talk to you, because you were Grandmere's toady. Look, just because I have a good relationship with her and you don't, Go ahead. I don't care if you call me names. Whatever. It, it doesn't matter if you have a good relationship with her. She's a snake. You can say whatever you want. I'm sure Grandmare doesn't care what you think. I'm sure she doesn't. I mean... Actually, let's face it. She doesn't care what anyone thinks. Well, that's true, but really nobody cares what I think. And then I grab that half a glass of whiskey or whatever and knock it back right after I say that and slap it down the bar in front of you. Good on you, cuz. Jameson and Ashani, can I get quick perception checks? Fifteen. I got a fourteen. All right. So you're 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 talking. You're you're kind of looking around. You're wondering maybe if you can get a seat. And you see off in one of the corners a couple of people you recognize. One is a family member named Kator, and the other is someone who works for the family, a tiefling female named Mageburn. And they are talking fairly animatedly to uh, a couple of sailors who look like they, they've they been pretty harrowed recently. I'm going to sashay over. I'm going to watch. Auntie Kator. And oh, look, if it isn't Mageburn, you're lackey and toady. Um, oh, boy. You're, uh, you're Jemison's son, yes? Yes, I am Jameson. Jameson Cree. Jameson, that's it. <laughs> uh, what in the world are you doing in this bar? Uh, it's a bar on the docks. Where else would I be? In fact, the better question is, is, what are you doing in this bar? Oh, wouldn't that be nice if you were closer in with the family? We miss having you around. I, I feel like that is a complete and total bold-faced lie, which is accurate. Oh, it is, but it's the nice thing to say. It is the nice thing to say, you pretentious bitch. <laughs> so, Ashani, uh, what, is, what does Kator look like? She's probably, what, in her late 40s, mm-hmm. early 50s, maybe? Somewhere in there. Silver hair, like that really beautiful silver. Uh, sharp features. Um, fairly light skin, like she doesn't uh, spend a lot of time out in the sun. And she's uh, much too well-dressed to be in here. Kind of has a bit of a, I don't know, haughty look to her, maybe. That's probably a normal look for her, though. That's probably her resting haughty face. Yeah. Yes, uh, Mageburn is dressed much more appropriately for where they are, but the clothes are still, you know, very new and very clean. Kator will down her scotch turn the glass over on the table and stand up and just say, 
Uh, gentlemen, we will continue this at a later point. Let's go, Mageburn. And Mageburn is gonna is gonna get up and and depending on what Jameson is gonna do, I'm gonna tell you what she wants to do. She wants to do the walk towards you uh very strongly and knock your shoulders. You know, in case if you don't move away. When she knocks my shoulders, I'm like, Oh, Auntie Kador, it's too bad they go let Moret die. Kator stops and turns on her heel. What did you just say to me? I said it's just too bad that you let your daughter die like she did. Like, if you weren't so stuck up and worried about the family's honor and their reputation, maybe she'd still be alive. Hmm. Uh, Interesting coming from you, Jameson. Have you checked in on your mother recently? And she'll just back away and walk out. My mother is... My mother's... (laughs) My mother's much lovelier of a lady than you are. At least she knows how to fight. Kator just laughs to herself and keeps going. And Mageburn's just gonna glare at you and lean and be like, Stay out of our business, boy. I come sidling up behind Jameson like, looks like you got under their skin. What'd you say oh. to them? Holy cow. First you get Corby to leave. Now you get Mageburn and Cater to go. So you're batting 500 for what I consider good outcomes. Corby well, being a bad outcome. I think Corby was going to leave regardless. Corby is worried about Kelsey. You sure you can't tell him something to make him feel better? No, not at all. It's really not appropriate. Okay. All right. Is there anything y'all want to do tonight before you meet up in the morning? Clean up, find a place to crash. That's about it. Drink. I'm going back to the villa. If Grandmere's up, I'll report in. Uh, I get drunk, and I invite Captain Winifred to come have a drink with me. I have a messenger boy go and, uh, go and get her. A little while later, Captain Winifred Stone calmly walks into the bar, and there is some, you know, not all the silence falls because not everybody sees her, but a couple of the sailors scramble out the back, and she very casually walks over. Are you at a table, Jameson? Uh Uh-huh. And there's about 17 empty glasses on it. Captain Winifred Stone is taller than Corby. She is a dweller, which is an original race to Avanti, and we'll talk about later. She is a beautiful heather gray, but is dressed in no-nonsense traveling gear. Jameson, you called? Ah, Captain Stone. How's it going? Oh, probably better than you, Jameson Cree. Want, Want a drink? Uh, yeah, she'll signal to the bartender, and the the bartender will uh, go into the back and come back out with a bottle you've never seen before. Pour a couple fingers and then bring it to her. So, uh, what I um I want to to talk to you about something. Oh yeah, that storm queen. She's gonna wreck the island, and I know that you moor here, and 
I think I'd like to go and stop her. That is quite the idea, Boyo. Yeah, huh? I got a scheme. Oh? Well, I know my cousin Kelsey is in a lot of trouble. I've heard some uh, rumblings about that. So, I must. I'm going to offer her a spot on the ship so that she can, um, what, uh, escape. Yeah. And I think if I get her, then Corby will come. And between those two and me and your crew, we have a pretty good shot stopping Storm Queen. And then family found pay us for it. I like the idea of being paid. I like the idea even more of finding treasure. But, uh... How do you expect to finance this? You know I don't go out without a significant down payment. Shani. I can get Shani. It's, it, it's what? My cousin is Shani. Oh. She, she's a priest of my aim and she also does books for the family Fen. Oh. Cleric Ashani Fen. Uh huh. You related to the Fens? Uh, yeah. She downs her very special glass. I also I also lean in a little bit. I'm like, I'm also related to the Aerosmith. <laughs> she laughs like she doesn't believe you. Yeah, my, my mom is Helena Aerosmith. There's a name I've heard recently as well. Yeah, my dad's Jamashid. Yeah, I can't say his name when I'm drunk. Jamashid? Jamashid Fen? Uh-huh. He's your sire. Yeah, uh-huh. That might make things awkward, but all right. If you can secure a down payment, that is. Why would that be awkward? Well, who said anything about being awkward, Jameson? My... Uh, I, I don't know. I'm... I just thought I heard you say that. Here, hold on a second. And then Jameson snaps his fingers, and he's sober again, because he could just cantrip himself to be sober for a little while. I'm sorry. I should have done that before. My bad. Uh, This will only last for about five minutes. We should probably conduct business before I go back into my drunken stupor, which I will probably pass out at that point in time. How much do you want? Well, now, this be a dangerous mission, more dangerous than normal. So I'm going to need a down payment of at least 500 gold. Oh, how about 200 gold and a favor from Family Fen? A favor? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you sure you can get one of your family members to do me a favor? Well, we'll find out, won't we? I mean, if I show up tomorrow morning with a family member and the money with the favor, then you'll know what's true. Well, for me ship and crew, you know it's 50 gold a day. With the type of mission you be going on, 500 gold is not unreasonable. Especially since no one seems to know anything about the Storm Queen. Nobody knows how to fight her or where to find her. In fact, I was going to be sailing out tomorrow morning in the opposite direction to find a new port to call home. Yeah, but you know that most of your business is around here. And you know this is your primary port of call. So, if... You don't save this island, you're going to lose out on a lot of your business. Uh, can I get a diplomacy or sure. persuasion check? I failed. 
No, I think I'm going to need the 500. Then no favor. I can't guarantee the favor, then. That's all right. Family Fen may not be in the position to be given out favor soon. That's fair. All right. Do we have a deal? If you can bring another family member from Fen, and the actual money, not a banknote, not, not a part of it, the real money, then yes, we have a deal. Shake on it. She'll spit in her hand and reach out. And Jameson does the same, shakes her hand, and then promptly passes out, slamming his head onto the table. Jameson, when you wake up, you will actually be on a cot in the back room of the Salty Seaman. Is there anything Corby or Ashani wants to do? No, I'm mostly just worried. I'm trying to plot out where I can find information, and as much as it sucks, I'm probably going to have to go talk to Grandmere and or other family members. I don't like having to ask them about my sister, but I just I need to find something else. So I think this breakfast might be a it's a start. All right, uh, Jameson, how do you get word to Ashani that you need money? I will walk right up to the Temple of Maim where Ashani works, and walk right inside. Ashani, you've just gotten done with morning prayers, and Jameson, stinking of alcohol, has walked in. He's forgotten to clean himself. Oh. Uh, you're here for absolution, Jameson? No, I'm here because I need your help. What? What? Are you surprised? It benefits you, too. Yes, you have never asked me for help, ever. What do you need? Well, I have a way to possibly head off and stop the Storm Queen before she wrecks Island Fen. Keep talking. I need to finance an expedition. With Captain Winifred Stone. I'm sure you know of the Stone Anchor. It's a very famous ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm familiar with uh, with Fred. She is willing to sail with me and you, if you want to come, on a journey to for us to go and try to stop the Storm Queen. So, how much do you need? 500 gold, up front, and 50 gold a day, once that runs out. That's a bit more than I have in the coffers. Go ask Grammir. Yeah, I will go ask Grammir, actually. And while you do that, I'll go see what I can do about getting Corby and Kelsey to come with us. Oh, oh, one other thing, too, uh, Jameson. Hmm. If you could clean up, my God, you feel like a, you smell like a, a still. Corby, who are you going to go to for information? And you don't have to go to a family member. You can go anywhere you want. So the problem is, is I don't, I suck at talking to people like thieves and under like scum of the earth types. Cause I usually have this tendency to grab them and shake them because they're scum of the earth and you just beat the hell out of them until they talk to you. And Kelsey told me that doesn't work very well and they don't always tell you the truth. And I'm really freaking hungry. So I'm going to go find a shiny first. Yes. Because a shiny promised to buy yes. me breakfast. Yep. Yes, I did. That's what I heard. All right, so uh, a breakfast at a cafe before going to Grand Mears? Oh, no, I'm going to put Corby on the old elbow, and breakfast is at the villa, the big family breakfast. Ooh. Jameson, you're invited. Yeah, I'm not showing up to that. Come on now. Is there... She's not going to like want to talk to me right away, is she? Uh, I really don't think so, Corby. I'm more right. than happy to run interference for you with with Grandmere. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. She's a bit intimidating, even when you know her well. 
So what is this? Uh, is this a daily occurrence or a weekly occurrence, Ashani? A great big family breakfast? Uh, we'll say it's like a, a weekly event. So it's something that everybody has on their calendars and makes most of the time. Well, you make it if you want to stay involved with the family business and the rumors and all that stuff or make sure you don't get stabbed in the back without knowing about it while it's happening, etc. And is this at several little tables or one big table? One big long table. And the further down the table you are, either the more distant relative or more out of favor with grandma you probably are. And then there's kids' tables, you know, for the real young ones. Yes, you have a couple of younger cousins and then uh, a couple of, of people in your generation have procreated so there's a, also a couple of babies who probably will not be present because yep. they're babies. Unless Grandmere wants to coo over them and squeeze then send them away. And squeeze their cheeks, leaving that little smeary thing that she leaves on your <laughs> face. It's gross. <laughs> so Ashani has gotten a pretty high place for you at the table, Corby, right next to her. Why, why would you do that? Uh, that means she does want to talk to you. I'm sorry, Corby. My bad. Ashani, you sit, you probably sit two or three down from Grandmere on one side, uh, depending on, on who's there, your, your grandparents and your, occasionally your mother show up at this. And then on the, the other side of the table, also close to her, is Kator, who is directly next to Grandmere's right hand, and then her husband, and then a couple of members of, of their direct line. So you're probably sitting across from uh, your, your cousin uh, uh, Ruitna and their husband, Eric. So who's sitting next to Corby? Grandmere knew, knew you were coming, so probably uh, your mother, Pyongho. Corby? Corby's mother, I should say. Okay. Corby's mother, Pyongho. Okay. Oh. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's all right. not so bad. Because yeah. otherwise I was oh, going right. to see if I could convince someone to trade a seat with me. Right. Oh, that's not too bad. Right. Mom's you're there. within speaking distance of Grand Mirror, and Kator keeps glaring at you. Kator keeps glaring at me? Uh, more at Corby. Oh, at Corby. Okay. So I'm going to go up to Mom, say hi. She will wrap you up in a big hug. She is about the same size as Kelsey. Well, she's very small. Yes, you are much closer to size of your uh, your other mother, Zalmud. How is it going, Mom? Oh, it's so good to see you, Corby. I've missed you so much. I know. I just came in, just uh, checking in, you know. Kelsey's going to meet me here, and then uh, we got some stuff to do. I think. Well, I'll see what she's up to. Kelsey told me she was with you. Well, we got split up. It's no big deal. We, she had some stuff she had to take care of, and then we're going to come back here and just connect up. I've been so worried about her, Corby. She's been acting so strange. I'm sure she's fine, Mom. I wouldn't I wouldn't put anything on it. She'll give you the mom pat. You know, I'm sure it's going to be okay. I won't let anything happen to her. And then she'll start spooning food onto your plate because you're a growing boy. I love Mom. <laughs> I will promise Mom to her face that nothing will happen to Kelsey, I promise. There's a little ping-ping on a glass bringing everybody to attention, and Grandmere will nod at Ashani, the cleric of the family, to bless the food. Dominus, Dominus, praise my M. Ciao, ciao, ciao. 
and then you you start. There are servants bringing food in and out. Some things are served individually. Some of them are on family sort of platters, depending on what they are. As much as I can get, and as many times as I can get it, until at some point my mother will look at me like I think that's enough, and then I'll <laughs> and then I'll stop. Until that point, there's no stopping. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a really expensive expedition. <laughs> <laughs> At some point uh, during the meal, uh, Grand Mir will kind of motion to you, Corby, and, and, and say, I am so happy to see you back, Corban. We have missed you at the family table. Well, I'm here now, so that's really nice. Thanks. How did your training go in Zavi? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. All trained up. Really? That's, that's what they told me. Oh well. I did what I was well to- done. I did what I was told to do, so it it seems like you left not that long ago. Whew, time flies. Ashani told me that you saw Jameson last night. And there's some uncomfortability at the table at when his name is mentioned. <laughs> yeah, I ran into him, made him buy me a drink. That was kinda fun. Ah uh, yes, is he doing well? Seemed fine to me. Didn't look like he was getting anything that needed uh, that he couldn't get out of. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. And Kator will, she will throw a roll at you very hard. And uh, Corby, I'm going to assume that you catch it because you're pretty good at, at the athletic stuff. She'll give you a golf clap and be like, you should join me out at the training ground sometime. I'll bite the roll. Uh, okay, sure, sometime. I am very hoping to train a replacement for uh, the trainer of the trainers so that I may do other things. Hmm, that sounds like a good job. Which is my way of saying that sounds like a shite job. I would rather <laughs> shovel crap. Right. But I'm going to not say that out loud. The family disperses. Grandmere uh, will, will stand up and begin to leave. Grandmere, <clears throat> uh, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but could you spare a few minutes for me? Of course, dear. In private? Uh, that would probably be best. Corby, do you tag along? Sure. Where are we going? Probably back to Grandmere's uh, audience chamber. Well, I should. I, I better finish this then. I'm gonna, like, I've got like three rolls in my hands. I'm going to like try to <laughs> cram them down as fast as possible. I expect that you took a full plate. Yeah, exactly. I'm, oh shit! Come, 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 come. All right, dear. And she's gonna. She, you know, kind of leans on her cane as she sits down. What can I help you with? Well, I have an interesting proposition for you, Grandmere. Jameson came by the temple this morning, and he wants to get an expedition funded to go out and meet and hopefully defeat the Storm Queen before she can attempt to uh, inflict harm upon our fair island. He came to me asking uh, for the funding, but... It's obviously beyond my means, but I know how much our lands mean to this family, and I'm hoping that you might see clear to help fund this expedition. And I would offer to go along to make sure that such funds would be used wisely and not siphoned off into silly enterprises and frivolities. Well, that would be my worry with uh, Jameson. Understood. Are you planning on going as well, Corban? Um, yes. As long as I, yeah, 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 Kelsey and I will, we'll go. Yeah, we can do that. That is quite a proposition. 
I have no way. I'm, I have no concept of how to say no to her. So I'm like, yeah. Oh fuck! Is that an order? Can I back out? Do I not? Uh, safe bet is go. Yes. I know it's a big ask, Grandmere, but I well, know that uh, the Storm Queen's been weighing heavy upon your mind. Indeed, not just my mind, but all of the five families. Well, three at this point. We were readying our navies to to meet her. <sighs> I, I don't want you going and thinking that you can defeat that thing yourself, Ashani dear. And she's, she will, like, pat your cheek. A little bit Godfather-esque. Yep. But any information, if, if one one ship, one smaller ship, with people we trust gathering reconnaissance, now that would be worth the, the, them funding. Well, Jameson said he had a commitment from the Stone Acre. To oh. do this, so. Yeah, maybe we could even kill the Storm Queen. That's, that's all while... Never mind. Oh, Corban. You keep dreaming those big dreams. I hate it when she says that. You're so sweet. You know, you're just like my son. Oh, I miss him so much. What kind of money are we talking here? Are we talking big gold? Uh, 500 gold up front. And then 50 gold per day at sea. Grandmere will reach for there's a little box very close to her and she opens it up and it starts playing a little a little tune. And there's, you know, some some jewelry and, you know, some stuff in there, but uh, she then sort of hits a button and a secret drawer pops out. She takes a bag that's in there and hands it to you. Now there's a thousand. Will that get you started, darling? Uh yes, Grandmere. It it certainly will. You've got the money. Jameson, do you want to do anything other than sober up while they're trying to get the money? I am going to go and arrange for Kelsey to run into Corby. Do you know where Kelsey is? I know where Kelsey's going to be. Where is she going to be? So Kelsey's in trouble with the Aerosmiths, and I'm very aware of this fact. And I know that my because of my mother, who told me this because I, I asked her about it, sent her a message, that the salty seaman, Kelsey is uh, supposed to meet my mother there to hopefully get out of the contract that she's been stuck in. Kelsey's family, and I could really use her help at this moment, and I know Corby cares about her, I could really use his help at the moment. So uh, I convinced my mom to do me a favor and uh, let me know where Kelsey was. So I'm going to actually intervene by having Corby show up where Kelsey's, when Kelsey shows up at the Salty Seaman. Thanks, Mom. I owe you one. And she will tell you to be safe. Of course, Mom. No problem. And I give her a hug. And I do the thing with the um, with the flower that she likes. I make like a paper flower with magic, and I give it to her. She really loves it when I make her paper roses. Does it have a big heart and mom on it? No, no. I mean, it did when I was younger. It doesn't anymore. Right. How big of a role did your mother play in your upbringing, Jameson? I spent about half my time with her. It was a co-parenting situation. Do you want to assemble back together, or are you meeting up at another time? We'll probably go find Jameson if we can. Yeah, and I think it's pretty much from, like, there it's a short skip and a little hop onto the boat with everybody. True. Yeah, I leave a note for them so that Corby and Ashani know to know to be at the Salty Seaman when Kelsey will be there, but I don't let them know that that's when Kelsey's going to be there. I want sure. Corby to feel like Corby found Kelsey on, on his own. Oh, that's so nice of you. Ashani and Corby will... 
bring the down payment to Captain Stone, who is very pleased with your down payment. She has a note from Jameson saying, hey, meet me at the Salty Seaman at this time. It's in the early afternoon. And so you, you wander over there. Corby, you have twin senses, so you don't need to roll a perception check or, or anything. You know that over by the bar, dressed up as a tall halfling, is Kelsey. So I'm currently staying out of the way. <laughs> uh, she will be picked up from behind and hugged. I grab my dagger and try to stab the person suddenly hugging me from behind. I elbow them in the stomach and spin around and my eyes light up. Corby? I'm uh, five foot two and weigh about 90 pounds. And I hate, absolutely hate, when someone treats me like a child. Yeah, I've been hit like that so many times. I'm like, yeah, we're going to do this thing and then she'll punch me and she'll try to kill me and then we'll be friends again. It's fine. You should probably say it's you when you do it. No, this is part of the fun. She never hurt me. I, for one, am very surprised to see you here, Kelsey. Corby was scared to death about you. Why are you surprised to see her here? I've been looking for her. I've been looking for her. I'm going to find her. I'm good at that. I'm trying to catch a ride out of town. Quick. I kind of I kind of promised Grandmere that we'd go with Ashani and Jameson on a boat ride. Sounds good. Fill me in on the details on the way to the dock. See? I knew she'd be down for this, Ashani. This is awesome. This is so cool. What does the city look like as you sail away from it? It's it's late afternoon. It's almost dusk. All the lanterns are just being lit. And so there's all the reflections of the lanterns along the waterfront reflecting up off the water along with its kind of still-colored red from the uh, sunset. And there's a good sea breeze taking us out to sea. So most of the light in this world at this point comes from luminescent plants and flowers. On one side is sort of like the sun sensors and on the other is reflective material so that it goes out, the light just goes out even farther. Uh, as the as the, the time hits the hour, a bunch of the clocks around town, little mini clock towers that were funded by Family Fena as part of the timekeeping initiative to keep uh, productivity up in the city strike, and, and you hear the metallic ringing of the bells as we sail away. And I'm like, you know, as much as I hate this island sometimes, it really is beautiful when you're sailing away from it, and I do love the bells at night. I will be uh I will be droning on and on because Kelsey's the only person who actually listens to my stories. So it's about everything I've done and seen since I saw her last. So as the three of you are sort of looking back at the island, Kelsey is listening to you, Corby, but then she she sort of turns and looks at the front of the boat and she sees just the beginnings of what look like storm clouds on the horizon. Glitter and Blood is played using Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Our theme music is Ghost Dance by Kevin McLeod. Hear more at incompetech.com. Be sure to check out our other awesome podcasts. She's a Super Geek, 
Knights of the Night, Misdirected Mark, and Gaming and BS.